This is the Bare Naked Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Party. I'm a mindfulness mentor and breathwork facilitator who's here to bring you unfiltered conversations about mindset, spirituality, holistic healing, and entrepreneurship. Bare Naked Soul is about expressing who you truly are underneath it all as you shed the layers of who you think you're supposed to be. This is my journey of letting my authentic soul speak in hopes that it inspires you and teaches you to explore and express who you really are too. Hello, my love. Welcome to the Bare Naked Soul podcast. I'm Leah Pardee, and I'm really excited that you're here. I'm going to assume that you either have an online business or have some type of desire within your soul to start an online business. There's something in you that made you press play on this podcast, unless maybe you're just someone who listens to every episode, and I think you'll enjoy this one. It's going to be all about online business, though. We're, we're going to dive in, and here's why I'm doing this episode. I just... I just continue to be blindsided um, as a solopreneur, as an online business coach. I continue to be blindsided because what what we kind of see when you're in the online business world, you're in like Facebook groups of of basically run by business coaches, and you you see the ads from business coaches, and you follow business coaches on Instagram, perhaps, or other online business owners, right? And if you're like me, you know you just see a ton of People celebrating making a shit ton of money. Great. That's awesome. And you see a lot of business coaches making claims like sign up for my four month program and you'll make 10K months, right? And, or I can turn you into a six figure coach in six months, right? You hear all these things and you get all these ideas about what it's going to be like to make money online. And then you're just completely blindsided. And this happened to me. This has happened to every single friend I've had in the um, industry. This has happened to my coach, coaches that I've had, right? This is what happens. So I want to call this out because I want you to have a very clear idea of what it's actually like to run an online coaching business. And I don't want you to be blindsided the way that I've been. However, I do want to give a disclaimer up front, okay? Here's my disclaimer. I would not trade what I do for a living for anything in the entire world. If my old boss called me and said, Leah, come back to work. We're going to give you a million dollar salary. I would say, no, thank you. Seriously. I mean, I would never consider going back into the corporate world. Unless, of course, I needed to get a part-time job, which there should be no shame around that. Um, I felt like that was, I could never do that, right? Now I feel like it wouldn't be a big deal if I had to do that. But what I'm saying is it is so worth it to run a creative business, doing my soul's purpose, doing what I love and having the freedom of not having a boss and making my own schedule and just doing whatever I want and getting paid for it. I, that is my disclaimer because I don't want to scare you. I don't want this episode to be a downer. I don't want this episode to scare you away from your dreams or make you think in some way that it's not going to happen the way you want it to. But I also want you to know the truth. So here's what happened for me. I started off becoming a life coach because I wanted to help people and I wanted a purpose-filled career and I wanted freedom, right? Um, and at the time, it's kind of interesting. At the time, this was three years ago or 
two and a half years ago, maybe, I planned on having kids and I thought I was going to have kids soon. And it would be great to have a career that would give me the freedom to um, work from home or not have to put my kids in daycare or whatever. And now I don't desire children at all, but that could change, of course. Um, that's a whole other podcast episode. But anyways, I wanted the freedom, right? And so then I entered the online business world. I started following business coaches. I started, um, you know, seeing all the ads and all the things on Facebook from business coaches saying, I can get you to 15K months here. I just had a 30K month and I'm only one year into my business and all these things. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to be a millionaire, right? I'm like, this is crazy. Um, it, those those coaches, and I've done this too, please know, like I am not 100% innocent here. I was a business coach for about a year. I still am a business coach. Many of my clients run online businesses and um, I, I act as a mentor for them, right? I help them start and grow and launch and grow their businesses and whatever. I still do that and I love it. I love, I love working with entrepreneurs. Um, but for a while there, I was basically doing what I'm talking about. I was specifically branding myself as a business coach. And I was saying for a couple months there, like, hey, I can help you make 5k months, you'll make 5k months after this program, whatever, because I was making 5k months. So I thought that was how it worked, right? That was kind of the the idea that I had gathered was once you hit a certain threshold, then you can tell people that's what they're going to do too. And you just assume that will all work out and everything will be perfect. And it didn't, right? I noticed that not all my clients were hitting 5k months right away. Um, and especially working with people who are brand new in their business, that just isn't always going to be the case. I don't want to say that it's not realistic because I don't want to scare you away from this, but my journey seems to parallel many other entrepreneurs. I've, I've talked to so many people in the industry at this point. I've had coaches that have been very honest with me about their journeys and the journeys of all of their clients. And it just, it just takes time. It takes time. Okay. That's what I need you to understand because this is how my journey went. I became a life coach, floundered my ass around for the first year or so, making like no money at all and thinking that I sucked, thinking, oh, it's not working for me. All these other people that must be making 10K months, right? Because that's what the business coaches make it look like. So something must be wrong with me. And so um, my friends and I would, would chat about this and we'd be like, oh my gosh, why isn't it working for us? It's working for everyone else until we eventually realized, oh, it's just not working for people right away. It just doesn't happen right away. And so as soon as I saw that that was the case, I stopped promising 5k months. I really like let go of that part of, of marketing because it didn't feel genuine. And that's what I wish other business coaches would do because here's what I, here's what I have seen time and time and time and time again. A business coach starts off with Beachbody. They build an audience online. Then they pivot to business coaching and then they, you know, have an audience already. So they start making money maybe a year or two in whatever, but then they, they, when they're talking about their business journey and how long, how, how long it's taken them, they leave off the part where they were working as a beach body coach online for years and building an audience. So they're like, Oh, nine months into my business, I'm making six figures, but they already had an audience and they leave that part off and it's very misleading. So then someone else comes along like me without an audience thinking it's going to work the same way. Another thing that I've seen um, 
you know, one of the business coaches that I hired had some testimonials of people making six figures, multiple six figures, making all this money. Cool. When I look at it, when I looked at it though, now I realize many, if not all of those people were also business coaches. So her testimonials are from business coaches who are also saying to people, Hey, I can help you make 10, 15 K months. So it's a lot easier to have someone hire you when you're making a claim like that, right? Essentially, it becomes multi-level marketing. It becomes a pyramid scheme, okay? Because you're you're saying you're going to help someone make 10K months, so they hire you. And then you have them say you could, they can help people make 10K months, so people hire them. And meanwhile, um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I see a lot. Now, I'm not saying that nobody starts off making 10K months or that nobody has ever had genuine testimonials from clients who are, you know, fitness coaches and nutrition coaches and life coaches, right? <clears throat> that aren't making these promises and these claims. I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm saying I don't want you to be blindsided and think that if it's not happening for you and you're not making six figures in your first year, that there's something wrong with you. I don't want you to think that. Because there's nothing wrong with you. You were just as capable of this as anyone else. So yeah, I kind of want to just put that out there. I've I've had I put this out there several times in the past, and people always say, Leah, thank you so much, because I was sitting here wondering why I'm not a millionaire yet, right? Um, and that's exactly what I was doing. So part of part of that discussion too is that I here's the thing. When a business coach says, you're going to make 10K months, you're going to make six figures, don't you want to have all this freedom and don't you want these Louis bags and this private jet? <laughs> I think that part of their mindset is, I think that they often come from a very genuine place of, I want people to believe in themselves. I want them to believe it's possible. If they believe it's possible, they're going to be a lot closer than if I tell them, hey, hire me. You're going to have fluctuating months and some months you might only make $400, but you should hire me anyways. And you should do this. Right. I get it. And I do think they come from a place of, you know, in line with manifestation, like, <clears throat> like if I tell people to believe and to expect it, they're going to get what they're going to expect and all of these things. I think that's a lot of where that comes from. I think the other part is their mentor doing that. So like when we look up to these people and they're doing this, and they seem like a genuine good person. We don't think it's wrong to do it, right? We kind of get this idea that, oh, that's just the way things are. We're just, we're inspiring women to start these businesses. And some of our clients are doing it, so it's okay, right? I don't think these people are like bad people. I think this is just similar to what happens in pyramid schemes. You kind of get caught up, right? The truth about running an online coaching business is that it takes time. It takes time to build an audience. It takes time for that audience to like you and trust you and get to know you enough to buy from you. It takes time. It's normal for your income to fluctuate, especially in that first year, maybe two years, maybe three years. And fluctuating can look like one month you make $8,000 in cash. And then for two months straight, you make $500 and then you make $7,000 in cash. And then the next month you make $2,000. I'm giving you examples of what it's been like for me, by the way. Um, so when someone says they're making steady 10K months or steady 5K months or $50,000 a year or whatever that is, it's not that it's necessarily a lie or it's not that it's a lie at all. It's just that 
that income is probably going to fluctuate. I mean, think about it. Some months you're going to have more clients sign. Some months all of your clients are going to pay in full. Other times they're all they're going to be on payment plans. It's going to fluctuate. Um, that's one of the hard truths. You're not going to have a steady paycheck. You're not going to know how much money you're going to make each month. That is very challenging. Not only is that challenging on a practical note, uh, where if you're going to quit your job, it's a good idea to have some money saved up and it's a good idea to have, you know, the idea that this is possible in your mind. The other reason it makes it hard, the, the real hard part about that is you wake up on July 1st and you're like, okay, I made X amount of money next last month. Now I have to do it all over again. Now I start again at zero. Maybe after a while or maybe right away, you have some payment plans from clients coming in, but you don't know what you're going to make that month. And the hard part is the mindset work behind that because it's so easy to fall into a trap in your mind of, fuck, what if I don't make any money this month? What's this month going to look like? Can I go on this trip? Can I buy this thing? Can I pay my bills, right? It's so easy to get down on yourself. When you have a down month, it's even harder to believe that this new month is going to be better. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot of mindset work. It's a lot of building belief in yourself. It's a lot of doing money mindset work. Um, this is a huge part of what I work on with my clients because this is reality for them, right? Um, and it's what it's what I worked on with my coaches is being okay with, with the fluctuation and still every single time it's the first of a new month, believing and believing and believing. So that's the honest truth. That's what I'm here to tell you. And do not let that shy you away from your dreams, number one, but also just keep that in mind um, that it's possible. So the second thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is how easy is it to get caught up in the rat race, right? To get caught up in wanting to grow, wanting to grow your engagement, your followers. Um, for me, often it's like my podcast stats. Where am I ranking in the top 200, right? Wanting to grow and grow and grow. Here's what makes it more challenging. So I worked in sales prior. So, and I worked as a sales manager. So I was always looking at data, always looking at how to grow my team's sales, right? Always analyzing numbers. Now I'm analyzing my fucking self. How many people are liking my pictures? How many people are watching my Instagram stories or listening to my podcast? It's very, very, very personal. That means it's a whole nother mindset game, right? Because it's so easy to get down on yourself. It would be different, I believe, if I was selling a product, um, but I'm selling myself. So the fluctuation and the numbers and the engagement, it's all me. And to separate that from yourself is the challenge, is one of the challenges. Um, there, You have to just continuously do the mindset work so that you're not wrapping up your personal self-worth in the numbers of your business, even though the business is you. And this is something that took me a long time uh, to really let go of. And I still, this still comes back up for me. But for a long time, I attached my own personal self-worth to the number of people following me on Instagram, right? 
um, to where I ranked on my podcast, to all those stats. And we have to make a separation. We have to separate ourselves from the business. And one of my one of my business coaches, when I was talking to her about this, um, I think I was on a trip and I was trying to like not work the whole time. And she said to me, like, your business is not your life. And at that time, my business was my life. My business was my entire life. Even though I wasn't working crazy hours, right? When I was in corporate, I would literally work 12 hour days. I would sit in front of a computer for 10 hours straight in an office with no windows. I don't do that anymore. So in my mind, oh, I'm not working that much, but I am. Because if I'm in the mindset that everything I do has to be documented on Instagram stories, and I'm constantly checking Instagram, responding to DMs, right? Thinking about what do I share? What do I not share? What do I want to write? Oh, this thing just happened to me. Maybe I can make content out of that. That's working. That is my job. So therefore that is me working. And at this point that my coach said that to me, I, I was like, fuck my whole, my business is my whole life. My whole life is wrapped up in my personal brand. And at that time I began separating it and it's, it's come such a long way since then. But, um, yeah, I, I had to realize that me thinking about my brand and my business is me working. So in order to truly have a work-life balance in this type of business, for me, it means separating myself from social media. And that is so fucking hard. I say this to you guys right now, as last night I was journaling on this, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm burnt out. How am I burnt out when I'm not even, quote, working that, quote, hard, right? Because many of the things that I do for work don't feel like work, you know? So it's like, oh, I don't really feel like I'm working, but I am. And that's why I was feeling burnt out because I've been making some stressful decisions and dealing with some haters and just having conflict and and people questioning everything I fucking do. And like all these things this week that have happened that have been me me thinking about those things is me working, right? Almost like when I worked in sales management, I wasn't the one making the phone calls. I wasn't doing a lot of physical work, actually. My job was talking to my sales team, talking to my boss, strategizing, thinking. Like that was how I, that was my job. And so I realized this last night, like I'm, I am kind of burnt out right now because I've been thinking about the brand so much. And, and like worrying and making decisions and all these things. And I just kind of got away from my mindfulness a bit and got away from my groundedness. So I made the hard decision last night that I'm going to put away my phone. Um, it's a Friday as I'm recording this and tomorrow is 4th of July here in the U.S. So um, we have off Monday. I've scheduled myself off because, you know, my husband's off and my friends are off. So it's a three-day weekend here. And I'm going to take the three days off of Instagram. And that is so hard. Why? Because at this point right now, as I'm talking to you and I'm being very honest, I'm in a, I'm in a period of obsession. I'm in a period of rat racing. I'm in a period of putting out content and creating and checking and checking and checking and having no separation between my personal life and my business. Right? So, um, yeah, so I need a break. I need to give myself an actual fucking break. And for me, that can only be done truly through putting away my phone and social media and not sharing my life on the internet. 
And it's scary and it shouldn't be scary because it's not a fact that if I take a weekend or three days off of social media, that I won't make any money this month. That is not a fact at all. That is not a fact in the slightest. It feels like a fact. And sure, some, some, some business people, internet business marketers might talk about the algorithm and how you just need to not do that, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm doing it because my sanity, my health, my spiritual growth, my marriage, my friendships, that is all so much more important than my business and my personal brand. When I really look at my values, it is so much more important to do that, to take care of me and my life and to have fun. Um, one of my early coaches used to say, you didn't quit your nine to five for a 24 seven because it's so easy to get caught up. So anyways, um, my friend and I also planned a trip to Mexico this week and I'm I'm just coming to grips with the idea of leaving my phone for the whole week, not documenting it, not, not Instagramming it, letting myself actually take a vacation. And it's hard, um, which tells me I'm in a period of obsession. I'm in a period of tying my personal worth to who's talking to me on Instagram and I've got to let go. So I know this weekend is going to be so worth it for me. But I want you to keep in mind that, you know, sitting down in front of your computer, you might only do that two, three, four, five, however many hours a day, you know, but by the time you're doing your client calls and doing your different things, the time you spend on your phone, on Instagram, on social media, on Facebook, thinking, the time you spend thinking and debating and deciding, that is all work too. You have to take a break from all of that to let yourself get grounded, find your inner peace. And I truly believe when we give ourselves that time, that's when we're the most inspired. And that leads, leads to more productivity. Being burnt out doesn't help a damn thing, right? So that's a big, that's a big part of what I'm still learning and still internalizing. And I go through phases where I'm so good at separating it and I'm not on my phone all the time. And then I go through obsession phases where I just need to take a break. Because some weekends, I don't feel stressed out at all. I'll go whole weeks without being stressed out at all about my business. So it wouldn't, I don't really care to, to put my social media away for the weekend because it's like not a big deal to, to document. And I want to share things and I want to talk to you guys when you're messaging me. Um, so for me, it's just recognizing when I need a break and giving myself that break. Like when I was a manager and I would send an employee home early because I could tell they were stressed out. And I would say, go home and relax. No one's doing that for me. I have to do that for myself as a solopreneur. So I'm just working on recognizing when the, those times are and giving myself the appropriate breaks. Okay, number three is going to be, this is like the third realization that I didn't know is going to be part of this journey. Trial and error is a thing. Trial and error is going to most likely be a big part of your business. So you know, I started off as a confidence coach and then I was a business coach and like, it's just evolved so much. Now I kind of, I kind of am a life and business coach who also teaches breath work and mindfulness and, you know, I'm allowing myself to be multi-passionate, but trial and error is part of it. Changing and evolving and pivoting is part of it. You're probably going to have flopped launches. You're probably going to launch things and no one's going to sign up and it's going to suck. And you got to pull up your big girl panties and go after it again and again and again and again. 
right? You have to let yourself evolve. You have to let yourself change. Be willing to do the things that you're really inspired to do, even though it's scary. And also not pivoting for the wrong reasons either. Um, it's, it's a complicated thing. But the biggest thing I want you to know is it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to evolve. You're going to, uh, especially with all the mindset work you're going to have to do to, to succeed at this, you're going to realize things about yourself and you're going to evolve as a person. And that's going to make you evolve your brand. Along with that is you need to drop perfection. I have been a perfectionist for a long time and it's, a big problem. It was a big problem for me in corporate, although I didn't have a name for it. I didn't know, but it was a big problem in my business. And literally what I do now, I aim for good enough. I aim for good enough. I don't give a fuck anymore if something's perfect. I don't fuck with my graphics until they're perfect. I don't fuck with my content until it's perfect. I don't edit every single awkward pause or me saying, um, on my podcast. I don't do that. Partially because I'm here to be real, but partially because I could so easily slip back into perfectionism the way I slipped back into being a workaholic. And me aiming for good enough allows me to put out content and accept things the way they are. Because if you aim for perfect, I mean, what does perfect mean? Perfect's different for everybody. Perfect is an illusion. It's not real. So good enough is what I think you should aim for, especially if you have some perfectionist tendencies, if you tend to be really hard on yourself, go for good enough, put out content that is good enough. It does not have to be perfect and it never will be perfect. If, if you're going to let yourself hold off on putting out content until it's perfect, you're going to waste so much time. You're going to waste time. You're going to miss opportunities. You gotta aim for good enough. I promise your good enough is probably someone else's perfect because we look at things through a critical eye. I've been talking about this so much with my clients lately. When we look at our own content, when we go back and watch our own video, which I do not recommend, especially in the beginning. When we go back and watch ourselves talking on Instagram stories to add text before we post it, our eye is critical. We're only looking at our own content, our own face in the mirror, our own pictures with a critical eye. That's the only reason we would be looking at it. We're not watching our own video to see if we can learn something new. We're not looking for it to be entertained. We're looking to criticize, to pick things out, to pick it apart. We have a critical eye for ourselves. When we look at someone else's content, we don't have that critical perspective. We're looking to be entertained. We're looking to learn something, right? We have a totally different perspective when we look at someone else's content versus our own and vice versa. When other people are looking at our content, they're not looking at it to critique it. Their perspective is totally different. So you have to remember that. Whew, I am like, so can you see I'm like fired up, passionate. Um, I, I'm kind of obsessed with this topic, which was why I was specifically a business coach for a year, because I do love I do love this shit. And I feel so passionate about helping especially new entrepreneurs in their first two years, like, realize this and let them not be so hard on themselves and like, let go of perfection and just 
Let this be the fun, freedom-based journey that you once thought it would be. That is so important. Um, the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is I've said a lot of I said a lot of shit, right? Being a solopreneur is hard. You have to make all your decisions by yourself, right? Maybe you have a spouse who's super involved, cool. Maybe you have friends who also do this, cool. Maybe you have a coach right now, awesome. But there's gonna be a lot of times you're making decisions on your own. You gotta decide shit. You gotta just like, it's hard. It's also so fucking worth it. Like I said in my disclaimer, I would not give this up for anything. I just want to build more ease in. And I want you to build in more ease and not being so hard on ourselves. But number five, what I really want you to internalize most of all of anything that I have said is if you really fucking want this, if you want to quit your job more than anything, if you want to um, do this more than anything, you can fucking do it. If you really fucking want it, you can do it. You are capable and you can do it. Will it be easy? No. <laughs> Will it be a piece of cake where you're going to be a millionaire in a year in? Probably not. Will you cry yourself to sleep sometimes because of the rude things people say and because you just can't stop critiquing yourself and you haven't quite internalized that you have a critical eye for yourself? Yes. It's not going to always look how you expected it. The timing and the how have to be surrendered, which is a whole nother mindset journey. But if you want this, you can do it. I fully believe that. You can make it work. You can make it work. How badly do you fucking want this? Are you willing to do the mindset work? Are you willing to put yourself out there in ways that are going to feel uncomfortable? Are you willing to state your opinions and your beliefs even though not everyone's going to agree with you, which even if you have a business, <laughs> you could be like, you could be sharing kittens and how great they are. And someone will say, are you freaking kidding me? You, you, how can you leave dogs out? That is discrimination. I mean, people on the internet will say all kinds of things. Are you willing to do it anyways? Are you willing to create content that you're passionate about that people aren't going to get. Maybe it's spiritual content and people are going to think it's weird and think you're a witch and, and tell you you're going to hell. Are you willing to do it anyways? Are you willing to pivot and allow yourself to change your niche when you want to, even though it's hard? How bad do you want it? I mean, you got to want it pretty bad. You gotta want it pretty freaking bad. But if you do, you can figure this out. Yeah, how much how many times I hear from people, oh, but I can't afford to hire a business coach. Oh, I can't afford to hire to buy a course. Oh, I can't afford a website. Oh, I can't figure out how. I don't know how to make a podcast. Therefore, I'm stuck. No. You can figure it out. I promise you, you are more resourceful than you think. And a lot of the things that you're saying no to or that you're saying you can't, you don't know how, you can't figure out how to do it, it's not going to work, you are blocking yourself from being resourceful because part of you is very afraid of making big decisions. As Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable, and it's very true. You can figure it out. You can make it work. 
Do you really want to? What part of you is too afraid to make it work, to take the risk, to put yourself out there? What part of you is refusing to Google how to start a podcast, right? And instead is just saying, well, I don't know how. You can figure out how. This isn't rocket science. You can figure this out. You know, you can be more resourceful. You can figure it out. Your mind will block you because you're afraid. And that's why you got to do the mindset work and really commit to that. Meditation has is, to me, one of the biggest keys to running an online business because meditation is how you separate yourself from your thoughts. And breath work is how you, is a great way to learn how to meditate because meditating is hard. Breath work is easier. Breath work is you moving your breath and it helps you shut down the thinking mind. When you learn to separate yourself from your thoughts, you're still going to have negative, pesky, self-doubt, fear thoughts, but they feel separate from you. And over time, you learn, mm, that's not really true just because it's in my head, though, is it? And then you start making different decisions, things you wouldn't have done before. Journaling, huge. I mean, you just got to be willing to commit to this stuff, guys, but you can do it. Like drop the idea right now that there's anything you can't figure out. Whew. I say this to my clients a lot, but surrender, letting go of control, letting go of exactly how you think it's going to look and timing. Surrender plus certainty equals manifestation. So surrendering the how, the when, the exact way it's supposed to look surrendering yet being certain having faith building belief that you can do this equals manifestation you need the equal parts of both and there's a quote from a course in miracles which is like the spirituality bible the quote says those who are certain of the future can afford to wait and wait without anxiety if you know and you have and you have something inside of you that says i know i can do this you want this, you desire this, then you've got to surrender the perfection, the timing, the need to show off and make six figures in six months and, you know, the ego parts of things. And you've got to be willing to stick this out. So that's where, that's what it is. And I hope this episode gave you some clarity um, I hope you aren't going to be as blindsided as you could have been without this episode. And I hope that you have truly internalized by now the importance of the mindset work. So obviously, I'm going to let you know what you can buy <laughs> because I'm here to teach you how to sell, right? I just did an episode on online business. So here's lesson number six. Don't be afraid to promote yourself. You've got to promote yourself more than you probably think you're going to have to. And you got to get comfortable with it. So I have a digital course, all digital, online, self-paced. You have it for life. It is a workbook course. So there's six workbooks that guide you step-by-step step how to build out your online business. It includes the strategy and also mindset. Now, 
it's only $444. Okay. This is, has helped so many of my clients like truly do a lot of the like steps along the way, creating your niche, building your website, building sales pages, selling, um, there's scripts for, for direct messaging for clients in there. Like there's so much in these workbooks. Um, however, this isn't going to be mean that you instantly have a six figure online business. These are a guide and they're a great guide. And if you aren't ready to invest in a business coach right now, or join like a group mastermind or whatever, you're going to have to, if you're willing to invest in a course like this at a low cost, you're going to have to hold yourself accountable, right? Right. I don't want you buying this course and then never doing anything with it. Buy this course if you are willing to do whatever it takes and you're willing to guide yourself through six workbooks that will show you how to build out your online business um, and like create your Instagram bio and uh, just there's so much in these, uh, so much in these workbooks about sales and all kinds of things. Um, you can also, and I will link both of these in the show notes, you can also book a 60 minute call with me. Again, if you're not ready to commit to a four-month coaching program and spend a couple thousand dollars, you can buy this course and book a call with me to help you stay on track. Or you could book a call with me when you're beginning the course and a call to use at the end of the course to help yourself stay accountable, right? And to, of course, guide you and answer questions and all of that along the way. Um, yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would recommend. Um, of course, the best thing you can do is hire a coach. I don't just say that because I am a coach. I say that because I don't think I could possibly be doing this if I hadn't had the mentorship and the guidance and the accountability and support, but do what you can right now. Um, do what you can. And even if none of this is possible right now, and you think there's no possible way you could afford any of this, and you're not willing to do that right now, don't ever let yourself, don't let that hold you back either. You will figure it out. You will make it work. Okay. You will make it work. The excuses are done. We're done with the excuses. We're done with the idea that we can't learn how to do things. Okay. You have the internet. I'm guessing you have the internet. You have YouTube. You can watch tutorials on how to build your own website. You can do this. Okay. I love you. And if you want to share this episode, do it in your Instagram stories. If you'd like, you can tag me. I'm at it's Leah party. Um, yeah. And if you feel like dropping me a five-star rating and a review, I mean, I will just be super grateful. Uh, again, shamelessly promote, shamelessly ask for the reviews, put yourself out there. You got this girl. I love you.